0: This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bosman, and joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Hi, Daniel Bloodworth. Hello, and Brandon Jones. Hey, Brad.
1: What is your goal this week? Uh, my goal is to go in the podcast. Okay,
0: okay. Nice, Daniel Bloodworth. What is your goal this week?
2: Uh, my goal is not to not botch the new thing.
0: Not botch the new thing. I like that blood. That will make much more sense
3: to you <laughs> later on in the
0: podcast. <laughs> You'll know
2: immediately if it does or doesn't happen.
3: We did have a rehearsal. Jones, <laughs> what is your goal this week? My goal is by the end of this podcast to be in the Christmas spirit. Oh, nice. You're not in it right now? No, not at all. Okay, all right, we'll get there. <laughs> Home, I, Alone? I feeling it? Home Alone. I, I watched it, actually. Uh, still, not Did true. you watch two? Kevin McAllister. You've said. already I did watched watch Home Alone two. this month. Yeah, uh, yes. I've oh, yeah, that would be a
0: Thanksgiving thing.
3: Okay. Over the weekend, I would think. Yeah. Solid John Williams score. Good flick. Yeah. Uh,
0: John Williams makes it a good movie, by Catherine the way. Catherine It'd Candy. be a bad movie without John Williams. So... John Candy.
2: <laughs> can I tell you a weird, cr- like, Christmassy thing that's going on right you now? You get
0: three. Many three things? Three minutes. You get three side stories. For the whole podcast or just now? It, the same rule applied to Ian. Okay.
2: Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, so... So the way our house is set up is we have like a a walk-in, like a pedestrian gate, and then we have like a car gate. Mm -hmm. And so my roommate put up the Christmas lights, but he put them up in a way that like they stretch across the pedestrian gate. And so now we can't use that gate. And then we have to like undo this big chain and like pull open the car gate like every time we just want to go in and out of the house Uh, until he fixes it. What does that have to do with Home Alone. I wasn't home, home. I was just talking about a Christmassy thing, the Christmas spirit. Why don't
0: you make it two
1: stories?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jones,
0: does that put you any more in the Christmas spirit, that story? No. Okay.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> My goal is to come up with a new Christmas song by the end of this podcast. Ooh,
3: maybe oh, that'll do it.
0: Yeah.
1: Quite a goal.
0: And corrections music. Nope, not at all, Kyle. Not like that. Let's begin <laughs> corrections music, please loot boxes are gambling we get we get it we get what you mean when you write that comment that was the most popular comment twice loot boxes are gambling get it through your heads we get we get that we get that
2: i don't know what side of fence i am on that argument it's a weird one
0: the legal argument says it's not gambling is the argument but we understand what it means that people are spending money on random chance yes 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 we get that we understand that that wasn't the, the argument that we were trying to make Moving yeah. forward. Deep Down did not appear in the 2016 PlayStation meeting. That was me just fabricating uh, nice. memory. Uh, <laughs> Wait, it didn't? Uh, <laughs> it you did not. No.
3: That,
0: <laughs> I totally believed you. Very first. No, the t- I thought it was last year. And so what really messed me up is I already had a correction about Spider-Man appearing in Oh, 2016. Year, and then I just got them all mixed up. Uh, but so the last time we heard about Deep Down. TGS, right? 2015. Early 2015. Okay. Deep Down producer Kazunori Sugiara... Uh, uh, stated in an interview with 4Gamer that the vision for the game has expanded since its initial 2013 reveal to better appeal to long term to the long term to players and so the development time scale has been extended.
2: It's bizarre to me that game's still coming out. Dragon's Dogma 2 I don't
0: know if it is still coming. That was the debate. It's like, is it right. still coming out? And it's like, we saw it last year. It's like, no, we didn't, Kyle. But yeah, we did hear about it as soon as uh, 2015. Uh, many wanted us to know that the NPD does not report digital sales for Super Mario Odyssey uh, while Shadow of War did. So maybe oh, it was an unfair weird. comparison. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There, there might be a universe in which Mario was the best selling game in
3: October. You know, digital sales got to be huge for that. A lot of people are just like, I want it on my Switch right now. Yeah.
2: Like, I think Switch more than even the other consoles is very prone to people wanting to just buy digitally. You're
0: so right. Because if everybody who comes out saying our, our game sold best on Switch and they only sell digitally. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Uh, game trailers, the 2010 uh, Goatee Award was for Mass Effect 2, actually. And also Dragon Age Inquisition did win Best RPG at the Game Awards 2014. Finally, Brad was a bad boy mm. last week in German. You said a German expletive. Oh, Uh-oh. I did. Which nice. Which makes you a schlecht Junge. And mm. corrections music, please.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I'm only a bad boy in German.
0: Yeah, a schlecht Juna- yeah. Junge.
1: Picking that up from Sean. No, no. All
0: right. Well, who's Sean? Don't just drop a Sean. Hey, right? I'm a trainer. Yeah, I'm sure, a trainer. Yeah,
1: I'm sure, a trainer. We train Brandon, on like have special we have like a King Kai planet we train on. Yes. Mm-hmm. We chase a monkey. Yes. Uh, Brandon's on the cricket. Yeah. I'm still working on the monkey though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. And
0: your trainer is just a super fit German man named Sean. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Super efficient. And he's very efficient <laughs> as well. Let's do a little rumor. Let's let's dig right. into a big rumor actually. All right. So here's what happened. I mean, we've been we we're talking about Double May Cry Five. Mm-hmm. This is not the first time we've been talking about Double May Cry 5 uh-huh. rumors. It's been heavily rumored for quite some time. But what happened this week is that there's a big thread on Reset Era. By the way, this is not an endorsement of Reset Era. If some, if the owner turns out to be a bad person of Reset Era, <laughs> because I say we got a new story from Reset Era, it's not me saying like, Reset Era is the best. Everyone, All the moderators are great. Just saying, this is where this came from.
1: Cover your bases.
0: Just cover my bases. I don't want it to happen again. So, anyway, (laughs) big old thread on Reset Era. uh, Just a rumor dump on Devil May Cry 5. And, I mean, we talked about Devil May Cry 5 just two weeks ago. Uh, Just uh, very recently in a a huge rumor dump. You remember those juicy rumors, Jones? Mm -hmm. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 was mentioned in there. These kind of uh, line up with those. But it's just we have so much here. So let me just read you some stuff, and we'll react to this. Okay. Jones taps his lips. I like that, Jones. Very I'm thoughtful. Ready. Here we go. Here's the headline. Hideaki. Sorry, Hideaki Itsuno. <laughs> Itsuno's secret project for Capcom is the sequel to the original Devil May Cry series, the fifth installment. Internally, it appears to be called Devil May Cry 5. And so, this, again, as all rumors suggest, DMC dead, Devil May Cry 5, oh, Devil May yeah. Cry 5 continues oh, yeah. on from yeah. 4 as if DMC never existed. Yep. Sure. Which I think everybody seems to agree with. Not everybody. Huber's bummed.
1: I mean, yeah.
2: But I'm sure he's pumped for wait Delmicratify to come back. Yeah. Huber bummed or... I don't know if he's bummed. I, I know he thinks that game is better than most people do. Yeah. But I don't think that means he, like, cares whether they continue it that d- timeline. It
0: does. It means Ninja Theory is not getting it back. Well, Ninja Theory is doing their own thing. Yeah, and I think Ninja Theory... Yeah, he, Ninja he likes Hellblade, to be so, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's exactly. fine. yeah for everyone here's a juicy detail though originally double may cry 5 was intended to be announced at psx but after receiving feedback on their e3 press conference sony decided to scale back on psx and instead scale up for e3 2018
2: Mm. i did hear this part of the rumor did that break earlier or did i just miss the rest of this
0: uh that was the part of this whole thing uh this is the language in the in the thread itself devil may cry 5 was an unfortunate casualty of this choice and thus it's unlikely that devil may cry 5 gets officially revealed in 2017 Mm. and so this actually negates what we heard from those previous rumors which suggested we would see this and soul Calibur 6 at psx or the game awards uh so panel the thing that's juicy about that to me is i want to i kind of I know we're not talking about the game in specifics so I should have saved this part for last but I want to talk broadly about how much it turns out E3 matters to publishers. Mm. It matters so much to me. We watched earlier today the the preview preview for the Avengers trailer where it's just showing it's it's so dumb officially from Marvel <laughs> showing a bunch of people reacting and I mean like <sighs> wait our reaction stuff has been used all the time. Mm-hmm. We we know that we play that right. game. Yeah. It, it gets viewed the most. People love our reactions. But like, yeah, this trailer of just like get ready to react. Our trailer will premiere on this time and specifically make more videos. And then it shows people going. oh, oh, oh <laughs> <laughs> What if they're just not even watching it? Just be excited. Oh yeah, I the know. director. I know. Well, no, the people were reacting to previous Marvel trailers.
1: Oh, um, previous, right there yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for this new movie. Oh, I know, yeah.
0: But, yeah. but anyway, so it's just it's to me, it's just stressing all these things align of just how badly they want that, how badly publishers want people to look into cameras and scream at their games. And to me, Sony saying we want E3 2018 to be bigger because 2017 wasn't big enough. It's kind of an indicator of that. They just want to right. put on a show, it feels like. Yeah. Is... <sighs> That's a bad thing for the video game industry. For the industry, yeah. For the industry, if it's just about like, hey, we want a big old splash, we're gonna oh. delay the announcement of this game so we <laughs> so that more people no, can shout in the camera.
2: So. I feel like the audience has gotten more and more cynical, and like ex- because of the good years, like mm-hmm. it, it's this thing where you just, you just ratcheted up the expectations. And so if you're going to spread that out across five different shows throughout the year, yeah, you're going to end up with people just saying, "Eh, that was an F, that was an F, that was... Yeah. And, you know, so they've now they've already, like, lowered expectations on PSX to the point where if they show anything we haven't seen before, people are going to be happier. Yeah. And, um, yeah, when I was uh, in Sony's booth at E3 uh, this past year and I was, you know, just Waiting my turn to get into some demos. Like their their PR people were going around asking, you know, all all the journalists, you know, like what did we need to do better? Like people and just we thought we had a great lineup conference? for what we what we could this year, and yeah. and and people hmm. didn't react that well. to What should we have done better? So.
0: And they were referring just to the press conference. Yeah,
2: and, yeah, to the, the press conference that was the night before.
0: Yeah, and to be honest with you, I do, Jones, I get the impression that Sony wasn't happy with the response to the, the E3 this year. And I guess uh, uh, TGS was cool, the ghost of Tsushima. No, Tsushima. That, that was uh, Paris Games week. Paris. week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, do you think it's a smart move to try to inflate E3 by. Preventing announcements from being made when they're—I mean, we'll get there. This game is ready to be announced. The trailer is done. (laughs) We have
3: a a minutes and seconds
0: of the trailer. Uh, Do you think that's smart? You think that's a good move?
3: I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if people are going to get more built up about it and more uh, antsy about finally this getting announced, or if this means people just kind of like drop off people's radar for a while Mm -hmm. if if we know like it's going to be a long time before that they're going to announce that sounds like you're 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 primed for a leak there like it sounds like yeah yeah if you have a piece of media that you're just waiting on for months and months uh that sounds like the 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 danger is high (sighs) that's a hard balance somebody's gonna get their hands on it gotta lock uh, that up get some kind of off cam footage or something but it's weird because i think it would have to we'd have to know directly how that how May or June I guess June uh, used to be May but like how June now affects their fiscal year calendar like Mm. why is June so important like is that the time you know to really to really cash in Um, are, are they looking more at PSX something just to make their core fan base happy. You know, like like let, let's get like the demos out of PSX. Let's we know we need to have the announcements. Maybe we have updates, new fighters for fighting games, new you know DLC for for stuff. Maybe just something else to add to Horizon before we're, we wrap that up and move on to the sequel. Um, but then when E3 comes, that's when the new announcements happen, and Paris Games Week, like that's when uh, that's when you find out about stuff you didn't know. That's so the Monster Hunt, Monster Hunter time.
0: I missed an important detail here oh. uh, uh, that is relevant to this discussion. This game will be, as rumors say. A PlayStation console exclusive. It will mm. also be on mm. PC, but other consoles not. Mm. Uh, funded by Sony, much like they did oh. with Street Fighter Five. Okay. That's like why. they're they're giving Capcom some of that money. Mm. Uh, uh, Unreal Engine Four, I see here too. But anyway, uh, hmm. so so that's the idea. There is that Sony cares about this announcement. Sony wants this oh, as yeah. a feather. Oh, in they their know they're Sony wants this come drop. Yeah. yeah, and so it is interesting. You know. Uh, Sony, I think, is driving that decision of the announcement of, hey, we want, as Jones is kind of like plotting out, like, hey, we want this right here for our platform. Uh, Brad, single player games are dead, though. <laughs> they're dead. It's all I play, they're dude. They're dead. Nobody cares about them anymore. That's not all you play. And so, You're kidding. <laughs> and so how is Sony going to come up with Devil May Cry 5 and act like that's a big deal?
1: Because they're going to have co-op in it like Dark Souls. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, they're not. No, they're not. I'm kidding. They're not okay. going to have that. Right. I,
0: I okay. honestly wouldn't be
1: surprised if there's some online integration somehow, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to team up with Nero if you're Dante or something like, like that. The leaderboard challenge? Yeah. yeah. So, so what's
0: been promised so far is three, not promised, sorry, rumored, three playable characters. Uh, the last two, last Week's rumor uh, was that it would be Dante, Nero, and Virgil. Of course, yeah. uh, this one's not so sure. It's like definitely Dante, maybe Nero, maybe Virgil. Oh, the other ones will knows. be DLC then. Yeah, that's who why. Knows. Uh, but uh, uh, here's a here's an interesting line from it, Brad. The overall game is supposed to be ambitious for a DMC title <laughs> with a broader appeal. And I just I just wonder don't what they that say means. that about like every new game yeah, coming out? Ambitious?
1: But, yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Like, it's, I'm sure it's going to be great, but, like, mm-hmm. it's, oh, I feel so lazy to say that. But how do you describe the it's game when you can't say anything game. about it? Yeah, I mean, that's total marketing.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, some of this, well, I mean, it's not marketing yet, but, yeah, you're right. This post stuff may have leaked from marketers, uh, which we've seen. The we've most ambitious Devil May Cry yet. Uh, what kind of sucks is if you read the other stuff that it, it looks like they're focusing on a lot on uh, the longest cutscenes of any Devil May Cry game, the, which whoa. I don't think is the right thing to lean right. into. How much gun spinning will there be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The twin snakes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Will well, find out who his dad is? It's just like stuff like you know, what, like my, maybe it's just super long too, and maybe it's super long. Super long. Which I think is like if we're yeah. if we're getting back to a practical discussion of how to market a single player game a single player action game, which is hard to sell these mm-hmm. days. Uh, yeah, I kind of think like length is an issue. Yeah, I think maybe. it has to be 10 hours long or longer, longer, mm-hmm. which I know is such a weird thing to talk about for an unannounced game, but I'm worried about it. You know what? I'm worried about it selling. I'm worried about it marketing. And just... I mean,
1: they're worried about people buying it, trading it in
0: three yeah. days later. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not going to be microtransactions. There's not going to be loot boxes. What's up, Jones?
3: Well, I'm just saying. The most important thing to me, clearly, is don't don't try to surprise this. We all know it's coming now. I mean, we we, we you know, it, it, uh, especially if it is real. Especially yeah. if any of this kind of lines into what's actually happening, mm-hmm. you you need to even if that trailer's done, you you have to write a trailer where he's like, oh, expecting me earlier. You know, so, something where like it's playing with our expectations and playing with what what we think is going to happen with this. If you have those extra characters, like tease the hell out of those characters, like mm-hmm. really play that up. But if you kind of surprise DMC Five, you know, it's like, oh come on, like yeah, we're you, you try to play that to a, a room full of rabid anticipated fans? Uh, I don't think that's going to play well.
0: The initial trailer is one minute and fifty seconds. So this okay. is really oh, can you weird. believe that? You're going out on a limb yeah, saying that's... the trailer is one minute and fifty seconds long. But yeah, Jones, you're kind of right. Toss it out. I mean, they're so expensive. Trailers are so much money. It's really hard to say, like sure. redo
3: your trailer. I mean, maybe just add something in the beginning. It's just—it's gotta—it's gotta be the T Rex moment with Mario's hat. It's gotta be what? Oh, oh! you know, like that kind of surprise, mm-hmm. and not just like when it starts off. It's like, God, we know this is DMC Five. We're just waiting for it to, you know, pick up. Yeah. Kind of like maybe not as hardcore, or Reverend as Deadpool, but like same kind of vibe. Like have him step away from the project a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Have have him kind of have you know Dante be the spokesperson for this. Oh. Oh, but if it, it's super serious, yeah. If it's super plot
1: heavy and like, like oh, survival brothers. horror, gothic style, kind of like the vibe the first one well, the has. The first one, people Ooh. might think it's Resident Evil, and just, boom, it's yeah. Dante instead. Oh, yeah. yeah. If it's like DMC creepy, or other One's my favorite, be... just because of the setting.
0: I think, yeah, Brad, I'm with you right there.
1: I, I mean, it, like the other ones, obviously, probably have better gameplay and all that stuff. It's been a while since I've played them, but yeah. man, I love that setting and the mm-hmm. vibe in it. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope it goes back to that.
0: Uh. Here's the thing. Right now, we're pretty stoked for a Devil May Cry five announcement. Yes, I was being facetious earlier. This is gonna be incredible. I think, uh, basically, Capcom—the only way they are doing a big budget single-player—they yeah, outside funding. They needed that so much yeah. money, and they needed, like nah. sad reality. Um, here's what happened though: a year ago, we had rumors of Marvel versus Capcom, a new Marvel versus Capcom game getting made, mm-hmm. and that was jaw-dropping. We were so excited Yeah, for I was that. like, whoa! Yeah, can you believe that? No way! Like, it's, <laughs> the franchise is dead! There's no way that Capcom's getting the Marvel license back! It's not possible! And then a year later, I think many... It's safe to say many are disappointed with the game. I think the game's pretty sweet, but obviously, like... It yeah. It's not yeah. widely beloved.
1: The, the game felt like an uphill battle when they first announced it. Yes. Like, I remember when they... Sh- like, Chung lis face mm-hmm. was yeah. a big point yes. of discussion. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, Sense why? fixed, yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, I really like that our community picked the, that trailer from E3 for us to, to score at <laughs> yeah. the end of our trailer score. And it was a
0: bad trailer. It was a legit yeah. bad yeah. trailer. Uh, can that happen with this? Can we be in that same position a year from um, now with Delta Cry 5? this the
1: team that made four, right? The this Dragon's the team Dogma team? Oh, I ain't worried then. <laughs> Dragon's Dogma too, dude? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, just proven themselves. Mm-hmm. DMC4 is great. Uh-huh. Dragon's Dogma is great. Sure. Let it ride, baby.
3: There's no way this is going to be bad. I'm going to
1: sleep soundly at night.
3: <laughs> Sleeping cozy. I remember by that fourth or fifth yeah. DMC4 trailer, kind of being like, all right, you're in love with the opera singer. I got it. You yeah. know, let's, okay. Yeah. Something else happening here. Yeah, they just kind of like retreaded that. So it was a little too serious. Again, I think, you know, there's a lot of expectations around this. There's a lot of, you know, preconceived notions of what it's going to be or not. Play with that. Dude, you know? they're yeah.
1: doubling down on the cheese. Yeah.
3: Stylish action. They're actions. doubling down, down on the do cheese, yeah.
0: Do you want the gothic horror? Do you want the cheese? I want the gothic
1: I want work, the gothic
3: But you can throw in a little cheese. It's fine. Okay. I want just insanity. I don't want drama. I don't like, want tears. Nobody eat... better be crying. No one. Okay. I yeah. see one person he's crying in that trailer. Pizza. He's uh-huh.
1: got to eat pizza. Yeah, yeah. He's got spin his guns, you know? Yeah. Be cocky. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, i will be
0: there. It's exciting. It's, it's, it is... It's been a long time. It's been a that very that long Devil time. Devil May Cry came yeah. out. And it's been a long time since DMC, man. Yeah. It, yeah, it, has. it yeah, really, really has. Uh, I mean, I, I got more details about how they, you know, they're targeting 60 FPS, uh, just like every targeting. other gun they're Of course,
3: they are. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, it's like I
1: thought de- they're considering with it
2: running
3: smoothly. Yeah. We have to wait here on that one.
0: <laughs> uh, level design and exploration is more similar to Bayonetta with action set pieces thrown in there, but sure, without yeah. the QTEs. Uh, Great. No stamina bar. Okay. Yeah, it's just uh, dodge systems rework. Just, just so many details. It is absolutely worth googling. Oh, isn't
1: there something about like saying smooth in there? A lot.
0: What the I think I read this. Smooth? Oh yeah, here go we go. Go over to
1: it. Where is it? Dodge Can...
0: system is reworked, and dodging in general is supposed to be a lot smoother than before. Get ready to hear the word "smooth" <laughs> a lot when related <laughs> to the
2: oh. MC5. It's, it's so like funny. When you, hit, when you hit which time, it'll be about like smooth.
0: Oh, I don't think that means literally. I, I think when they say get ready to hear the word smooth, yeah, when people lot. play it, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, it feels
0: smooth. Oh, it's just so smooth, smooth and okay. oh, tight, just like butter.
3: Mm. Got Was that? We can't have that in our review. But we cannot say smooth. <laughs> That's our bet for that week. <laughs> we could say How fluid instead. You see the word smooth.
0: Just like slimy fluid. I don't
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy to get a leak this big. It's crazy the game's so far along. Apparently it's been in oh, development it's so for exciting. two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a release window actually. Let but me I, get that I
3: like What's that. Right? I wonder if that's a trend. With of, Cap- of, of Capcom, of definitely. people seeing... Uh, how fast Mario went from announcement to launch? How yeah. fast Resident Evil Seven mm-hmm. went from announcement to mm-hmm. launch? And a lot of these success stories from 2017. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're like, why rush this? Yeah, didn't let's, they do that Let's with, uh... let's do it at the at the right moment. It'll come out the holiday or right at the end of the summer. Yeah, um, I think that'll be.
2: Do yeah, they do that with smart, Infinite smart. too?
1: It was like in a. It was out within a year.
2: Yeah, it was yeah. announced and, at um, PSX last year. Yeah. Resident Evil. Yeah, was mm-hmm. very quick.
0: Here's the thing, though. Uh, the original plan was to have it ready for release November 2018. However, it up. the date might have been pushed back to early 2019. Let mm. it cook, baby. Ugh. All right. Let it cook. Make it
1: great. Let yeah. it cook.
0: But it's been cooking for a while. Mm.
1: Sometimes great things take a while to make.
0: You don't want to make a dry cookie, Brad. Turkey. You don't want to make a dry turkey.
1: Just got to. Even if it's Mason beginning algorithm. in 2019, if
2: they wait till E3 to announce it, yeah. it's still less than a year. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Which still is a lot better than, a than so many yeah. games yeah, that just yeah. go on like, and on.
3: Would that be the best ending of the trailer just like right at the end like in the oven like ding somebody's like Dante and he's like let it cook you know like that would be great you know that's what I'm talking about like, do like stuff like that you, don't rush, you know rush baby like, let it cook it's like, going
1: to be a pizza on the other like, I'm Dante right. like if it's going to be, like, be a pizza I know
3: exactly how you feel if you add baby I'm in the same boat you are you don't think I want to come out and yep. and hang you know get get a good launch day and be back in the spotlight and for mm-hmm. us to hang out and play together and have a good time
0: okay if it's a pizza and he says baby I'm in
1: he's going to say baby yeah. and there will be yeah. pizza
0: He's going to say, me. I guarantee it. Uh, we're now introducing a new segment called Infinite Content. Infinite, Infinite content. content. We're, we're infinitely, infinitely content. content. Now, this is about microtransactions. It's about all the parts of video games these days that just bum me out. And Ooh, so I want to okay. blast through these stories. Sure. I don't want to linger on any of these too long. But as we saw last I, week, if it's an interesting conversation, we'll hang
2: out. What's <laughs> up, Len? i have been playing you for speed. Ooh, what are you? He's now? saying it's is out. He It'll said it's a long time to go out. It all.
1: <laughs>
0: are there microtransactions? Oh yeah. By the way, we call them MTX now.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: I learned that from EA. There's like MTX. It's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what you say out loud, but that's certainly what you write. You write MTX, all caps. They got tired of writing it. Yeah, they themselves emails, got tired so got of writing it. <laughs> emails. And like, you all like this, right? Uh, so let's talk about Destiny 2. So. Destiny 2 had a very interesting week because there's a subreddit for Destiny 2 where someone figured out that you do not get as much experience points as you were, as the game tells you you are getting. As you Ooh. repeatedly play through uh, events, you get less and less experience oh, points by design. And this was a secret. Jones is wide-eyed at me right is now. is fascinating. Yeah. And so... <laughs> What happened was I should read some of uh, Bungie's language. I I uh, this text I, is mostly from Polygon's write up. Um, <laughs> Bungie so yeah yeah. In a post yesterday evening, Bungie announced that it was deact- that it is deactivating a progression system that reduced XP gains for certain events that can quickly that can be quickly repeatedly chained like grinding public events. Mm. We are not happy with the results. And we've heard the same from the community. Bungie wrote directly referencing this Reddit thread where somebody found it and exposed it. So that sounds like to me they're just canceling because they got caught. Yes. They got caught. Bunch of it's in the game. And so they removed that. And yeah. so now if you are grinding an event, you
2: will get the yeah. experience oh, points. Oh, they're trying to get away with as much as they can. They get caught. They're like, oh, we'll get rid of it.
0: Yeah. And so that's really what the problem was. I think everybody but gets so it. It
2: was supposed to be like an anti-cheating measure, but it just was not done well. It's, it's not cheat. cheating
0: to grind. They, they want you to MMO, yeah.
2: and mo, and MMOs you grind. That's how you play Grind the game. all day.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: but I mean, sometimes the, things are seen as exploits. Like they had that thing Patch with it. the cows and the witcher that they patched where like if you if you kept attacking the cows and this fiend would come up that was completely unbeatable.
1: Yeah,
0: you patch it. You don't put in some
2: back. That's a backdoor shady. Yeah. Deal. As as yeah, that was a backdoor shady is deal. pretty bad, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and uh, what also is like you get a bonus. And so like, it's just like if you have if you're doing this event right now, you're getting XP bonus. It's like advertising that. And so you feel coming in, "Oh, I get that bonus." Like, "No." They're just lying to you. Yeah, they, are, they were lying to you. 100% lying. Mm. So, yeah, and I guess honestly, what it's just it's it's there's a lot of Mm, uh, discontent amongst the Destiny 2 fan base. And so just uh, earlier today, we recorded this podcast on Tuesdays. Uh, Destiny canceled its stream, which would take place tomorrow uh detailing the expansion pack whoa really uh, yeah they're going to show off all the weapons and stuff that you can get in the expansion pack and they're actually like well, all right, we're not going to do this stream we're d- tomorrow on Wednesday we're just going to we're going to talk about all the changes that we're making okay is everybody okay we're just working on this we're putting all our focus on this and so it's not just this it's not just this weird progression system to, to stop the grinding but also uh i guess many things and i don't know panel i i i think none of us are, are playing a lot of destiny no brad what you yeah
1: Done. <laughs> never play again. Good. I'm Tell good. me,
0: all right, Brad. I think that's like that's a that's a perspective, dude. Why are you never playing that again? Too many games to play, man.
1: I'm just like I played it. I did some of the raid. Uh-huh. I'm good. That's yeah. what I. That's what I knew going into the game, though. I did yeah. not expect to go further than that. And Had I feel? I'm good.
0: When this when this expansion comes out, are you gonna play more? No. Why not?
1: Because I don't care.
0: Why don't you care?
1: I don't know. Because I don't feel like playing it. <laughs> like when they're talking to me about some space cabal, I don't care. <laughs>
0: What is a space cabal? I don't know! What is it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean...
1: What's
3: up, Johns? That was a very good Seinfeld, sorry.
0: Are we getting good at this?
3: That's, I think you're getting for, better for at once. it. For you did. What's no, a space cabal?
1: Like, come that's on! Yeah.
0: The joke was always that we're bad at it, I yeah. thought. I thought that's the bit.
1: You keep trying. Okay. Every now and then, you're going to you're gonna hit gold. Gonna hit that. That'd be nice. Yeah. Like I wish our poo impressions would get better. Never.
0: Oh, Christopher, help Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't want to belabor it too much. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk trash about a game that we're not yeah, to I mean, invested in. Yeah, it sucks. But just, uh, it sucks. It's an interesting thing that happened. That that you know, subreddits exposed. Reddit exposes. At least they were quick to act. Yes, they were I quick guess to act. that's
1: the silver lining.
0: Yeah, the messaging could have been a little more like, "Hey, we got caught." That and was and they're done. doing a stream like, yeah.
1: tomorrow to address all that and the changes. The stream's
0: yeah. gone. They're not doing a stream. No, I
1: thought they were doing that to talk about everything. Another thing. It's
0: not gonna be a stream. It's just a post. Okay, they're just post something information.
1: Still changed. really shady what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Which is bad, right? That's yeah, that's, it's bad. Yeah, it's sad to that's see. That's not a nice thing to do. Yeah. What's right. up, blood?
2: Oh, uh, but we're we're also not an endorsers of Reddit.
0: Rice. Right. 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 <laughs> if anybody who owns Reddit, if any Reddit moderators turn out to be bad people, we agree. Okay. Uh, can, can I play devil's advocate for just five seconds? Yes. Please. What's up, Johns? What? Just hear me out. Yeah. Why is this bad? It's bad because great question. Because it, like even the Polygon article ended with just like and people recognize, hey, that's not bad to reduce. XP for grinding.
3: It's, it's weird. It's creepy. It's just never but if admitted. Everybody's being affected the same way. Well, if it was just favoriting so one part of the community versus another, then, yeah. like, of course. But so, it's deceptive. And, and I'm not you, saying I think it's good. I, yeah. I, just, I just want the details. I want to see if there's anything I'm missing here. Here's the details. The UI was showing bonuses that you were not
0: getting. Yeah, the game is. Okay. It was saying, like, plus, nine, information. plus 9K when like, you're not If they were up front,
1: important. Jones, and they yeah. said, like, hey, yeah. you're going to get less XP. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, they said it, but they weren't
0: saying it. And the concern from the community getting a little deeper into that is that uh, the redu- they reduce the XP you gain to encourage you to want to buy the microtransactions more uh, Engrams Bright Engrams right Brad mm-hmm. so after level 20 every new level you gain you don't gain a level you just get a new Bright Engram yeah. but you can also just flat out buy them so why would I buy them if I'm grinding this event and getting a bunch of them non-stop and so it, it sort of <sighs> raises the value of Bright it's Engrams when totally they, makes sense yeah okay. mm-hmm. that's really where it gets shady what's up
1: so funny they're like oh don't worry you can earn them in the game by grinding if you want and then they make they're grinding like, harder just kidding
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> we're reducing the XP yeah. pay up
0: yeah infinite content so uh, we've talked way too much about Battlefront 2 but I thought this was a really interesting every time I'm like on it. this podcast <laughs> every time baby but here's the interesting thing, Brad and I always wanted to bring this up because I was just like well, the microtransactions in the game the loot mm-hmm. boxes in the game pop open random bonuses like ooh, I do more damage now yeah uh, and I wondered, like, why don't you just make it cosmetics? And I don't know.
1: Oh, we know now. I knew. I do know. Yeah. Yes, I wish it was cos- cosmetics. So uh,
0: EA CFO, that is Chief Financial Officer, uh, Blake Jorgensen, said at the Credit Suisse Annual Technology, Media, and Telecom Conference. This is. This was like an audio clip. Um, the one thing we're very focused on, and they are extremely focused on, is not violating the canon of Star Wars. It's an amazing brand that's been built m- over many many years. And so, if you did a bunch of cosmetic things, you might start to violate the canon right. Darth Vader is wa- Darth Vader in white probably wouldn't make sense versus in black. Not to mention, you probably don't want Darth Vader in pink. No offense to pink, but I don't think, sorry, that's so rude. (laughs) Who said this? This is a CFO and I'm doing it. Who said this? Who said this? (laughs) I got to make this a character. Who said this? That's just the EA's chief financial officer. Dude.
1: What? Star Wars does not even care about that themselves. They change their movies. They digitally alter Han Solo's head to do this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, that's old Star Wars. That's it's still Star Wars, Wars damn it. <laughs> not anymore. But they do change the scar. They're like, hey, let's just put the scar there. I don't want to hear it.
1: I don't, wanna, I don't believe them. I'm not, ta- I'm, I'm not buying it, EA. I'm
0: not hearing it. Oh, I do buy this. I absolutely believe that Lucasfilm oh. was like, you can't have no, a pink shut Darth up, Vader. Lucasfilm.
2: You change stuff all the time, I mean, dude. You don't have to have a pink Darth Vader Yes, to you have it. do. How cool would that be? Well, I mean, I'm not saying it's not... I'm just saying it's like... It's just taking extreme examples... Right, you can have all kinds of different skins for Darth Vader. Oh yeah, that don't mean pink Darth Vader. No, I need I need oh, examples. Yeah.
0: Jones, give me some canon skins for Darth Vader.
3: Darth Vader wielding different lightsabers. Darth Vader having the Emperor's lightsaber. Darth Vader having two lightsabers. Darth Vader having Dooku's lightsaber, <laughs> so, which he holds dude, in a different. Dude, they could just do skins Darth where you're an Anakin. Darth Vader the damaged helmet that you can take so, off. All right, all right. Darth Vader after he got hit by lightning and you can see the skull through his helmet. Anakin
1: Ooh, nice. in the Darth yes. Vader outfit. Oh, oh. Okay. Like
2: right. yeah, you can give Luke and the hoth the, outfit uh, or something. The, Thing. The don't, tie interceptor, whatever, mask was a little, a little different, right? Uh when he was in no, I think he was no, I mean, he, that he, helmet he, is no, different, he, but when he helmet. was
3: actually in the, his interceptor, it was the same thing. But uh would I get that wrong. Somebody corrected me on that, that it's not the, it's oh, not you're the right. interceptor, it's the tie something else. Oh, hey, the interceptor is the pointy one. Uh, yeah. uh What is Darth Vader's? Yeah, it's horrible. am it sorry. We'll get it next week. I don't week. remember. Um but completely bonkers because this is what they said. Sorry, this is what they said about. To first battlefront where people were like, why can't I be Ray? Why can't I be uh, Darth Maul? And they're like, well, we don't, you know, that'll- We don't want to mess with Maul the cannon. fighting Luke Skywalker? That yeah. doesn't make sense. They said we don't and want to mess a And battlefront 2 the They're like, we, Ray yeah, and Yoda and everybody. Yeah, the palace- but no Vader I don't know It's like, come on dude I believe here comes Battlefront 3 everybody Pink Vader we just make (laughs) (laughs) make it's the reveal it's that reveal trailer for three you know it's true you could be young
0: Anakin yes oh you You, could have
1: just used costumes they were in the actual movies
2: yeah Yeah. so easy that's what I mean give Luke the Hoth outfit give him the Dagobah outfit and there have, I mean, just the action figures alone have a ton of yes. That stuff.
0: Yes, yeah, but here's here's where I'm, I was sympathetic and where I found it interesting, is that it is limited. Like it, 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 he even says, in some, in, in our own IP that we're making ourselves, we can go nuts, and in this, we can't go nuts with with uh, cosmetics because it all has to be on some, based off something. Lucas Arts has already. We just done. did it.
1: We just we just based stuff <laughs> off Star Wars for them. Yeah.
0: I'm not buying it. He has also said, like, we're looking into being able to ch- ch- customize lightsaber cars. Oh, my God, dude. So there's that. They're looking into it, Jones. <laughs> Don't want to dwell on it. Infinite content. Uh, here's another one. Here's another sad story. Demon Souls is going offline. Uh, here's the tweet from at Dark Souls game, which is the official account mm-hmm. of the Dark Souls franchise. But that's interesting. It is very interesting. So he's like,
1: you just handle it.
0: Yeah, because it's not part of the Dark Souls yeah. franchise. Yeah. After nine years of reoccurring deaths and frustrations, but just as many triumphs of dedication, Demon Souls online servers will terminate on February twenty eighth, twenty eighteen. Very soon. Play online one last time and share with us your best Demon Souls moment. Not sure where I shared that part. Uh yeah, that is uh so February twenty eighth, going offline.
1: Yeah. I salute you, Demon Souls. Demon Thank Souls. Thank you like a good bit of time. time
3: huh? Couple months. To?
1: Yeah, they give you a nice window. Yeah. PS4 release. They were supposed to shut it down years ago originally. In March.
0: Oh, blood, I didn't even think about Wait, that what
2: did you say? Angle, dude. PS4 release in March. Oh, PS4 re- yeah, that's yeah, That's the possible. only way
0: to make that better, because basically... Or maybe
2: the E3, save for E3 again. hmm Soul's collection.
0: Yeah, the depressing thing yep. is just, you know, the, the idea of really cool... <laughs> yup. Oh, whoa, that was that, <laughs> that confidence. That rad response, yeah. so just good. all four of
3: them. I'm yeah. like, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, put it in there. Um, I'll have part uh, five of the Souls Retro done by then. You sure? John? Are you sure? <laughs> by February 27th? Yeah. yeah,
0: sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I, I guess it's just it's just that depressing thing of really key parts of this game will just not work anymore.
1: Dude, I wish this happened when I did the Retro. I went yeah. online looking for people forever, oh, and, and I couldn't sure. find anybody. And
0: yeah. like right now, there's I had to I had over, to right? get yeah. Ben.
1: Yeah. To like, yeah, invade and do stuff with because mm-hmm. I couldn't find anyone. He was that boss. Uh, no, not that one. I couldn't find anyone for that. I waited for an hour and a half for that boss fight, and yeah. I couldn't find anyone.
0: So that boss fight just doesn't happen.
1: No, it, it's just like a, it's, it's a, AI. yeah, it's a oh, stock okay, yeah, right, AI, I think. yeah Yeah, yeah. Of course, I want a real player.
0: Yeah, so like, where the angle I was going to take on that is like, oh, isn't it sad? Like that'll never happen in. But I'm kind of with Blood. I think this game doesn't die. I think that you're probably right. If the blood. servers
2: been up for nine years. no. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on.
0: They're just going to move on to uh, higher texture. If that
1: means I get a remaster or something like that, yeah,
0: yay. Okay. Yay. Yeah. You but know yeah. what? Yay. Yay. <laughs> Sounds like it's podcast
3: halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of November. Hogue Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hogue started Hoag started Hoge Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check him out at law.com Mango. Jigar Bob Productions. Jigar Bob often thinks of some pretty deep stuff recently it's been about fart jokes and if they were ever really funny it seems that in 2017 there's a certain genre of movies that really lean on that type of humor and they're just not that good (laughs) is it because fart jokes were overused or were they really just stinkers all along ikeyless since 2002 ikeyless has specialized in replacement automotive keys and remotes they can save you up to 75 percent off of dealerships prices Visit their updated website at ikeyless.com and use promo code EZA at checkout for free shipping and an additional 17% off of your order. SCORN, an atmospheric horror adventure currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Joe Joe Detko, your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you are currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at FastMower if you would like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. L. Fanis. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Very
0: appropriate. Uh, nice.
3: What movie do you
0: think Chigar Bob is watching? What the fuck? Fart- Several. I've not Doesn't se- sound just like just one. When's the last time you seen a fart uh, job? Like in a, movie? a kid's movie. You watched watch a bunch of kids' movies, Jigarbov? Yeah, Nomeo maybe. and Juliet. Definitely has farts. Yes.
3: Jokes. <laughs> the emoji movie most certainly yes. has some farts. Oh for in there. sure,
0: yeah. Uh, I think it's the reason I'm not gonna go back to South Park, I realized. Mm. You know, sometimes you just need a little reason. In that game, like your characters, like your powers are farts. Yeah. Like, Was it you- in the first game? Something like that? Probably, oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Probably, but like here it's like like that's what makes you special is your ability to fart. And I'm like, you know what? Nah. Just give me a reason not to play your game and I'll take it. You gave me a big reason. <laughs> you gave me a big one. It is now time for Love and Respect. Love and Respect. Sorry. Let me just give everybody a tip for submitting into Love and Respect. Love and Respect is submitted to us from our $5 and up tiers. Uh, basically, we get too many good suggestions to possibly put in a podcast on a given week. If you want a little edge, if you want a foot in the door, begin yours with Day Allies. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I would have yep, so yep. picked it too. Yep. It, gives you, it gives you a little bonus. That'll uh, work for two weeks. <laughs> it won't work for one week. I'm not listening to mm-hmm. one Day Allies next week. Anyway, <laughs> Day Allies, Hellblade, Senua's sacrifice recently hit the sales target required for it to become profitable. Nice. Ninja Theory was are pretty happy about it in their latest dev diary, and rightly so. It's an amazing game. In the same video, however, they make it uh, they make a clear pitch that the game demonstrates an alternate route in games development and a way of counteracting the destructive AAA environment that has claimed so many companies over the past few years, even this this year. We've seen it too much. Allies, I'm not so convinced that we'll get another success story like this anytime soon. Ninja Theory are a unique company with an established following who were able to deliver that title thanks to workers who are very experienced in big-budget development. Not only could they make a game with such stunning production values on the cheap, but they were also able to land work for higher projects ahead of time that got them the savings to try something new and daring. In this case, additional dev work on Div- uh, <coughs> Disney Infinity. Am I wrong here? And is it truly possible that we'll see more cheaper games with a high-end touch like Hellblade, or will we all have to scale down our expectations, especially as big budget space, uh, as the big budget space that gives people the required experience continues to shrink? Thanks, Dominic. So, I really like this aspect because it is. Really fair for Hellblade to say, "Hey, if we can do it, anybody can do it." And it's like, "No, Ninja Theory, you're good. You're very good." <laughs> you know, it's like kind of easy for them to say in a way. Like, obviously, it's a huge success for them, and they worked very, very hard on it. But I do wonder. I wonder if we will see more of this. Hmm. Cheaper games being successes. Yeah.
1: I mean, don't we get that with indies already?
0: Kind of, but we're talking about we're we talking like four- triple A Hellblade caliber, baby. Like, if Remedy says, you know what? Our next game isn't going to be big in its length. It's not going to be a huge $60 package. We're not doing that with our next game.
1: I was going to say, that reminds me of, like, Portal, but that was in the orange box originally. Sure.
2: Because, I mean, mean,
1: it's quite a scale back from uh, Mm Half-Life.
2: I mean, to me, it feels more akin to, say, uh, Rocket League. Uh, I think those models are fairly similar. Also, um, with Mercury Steam and their their games uh, coming along with Metroid, like I think that's what they—that's part of what they mean with like producing this model—is like, hey, do the contract work that's gonna pay the bills. Oh yeah. Like keep your studio open, mm-hmm. but like have a team, have a group that's working on something that can be all your own that you can put out there with no strings attached, and and I think that those three games are are good examples of it. I don't think, uh, I haven't paid enough attention to like how well Raiders of the Broken Planet has been doing, but I know that they've been putting out, um, they've been putting out new episodes, they've been adjusting based on the community feedback, and they've been changing the pricing models. They've been doing a lot of changes to like try to keep up with, okay, like what do people actually want out of this? Um, And, you know, I I, I don't know like whether they're hitting their goals or not, but with Hellblade, it's like, yeah, they, they hit them in half the time that they wanted to. Yeah. And so I think that, yeah, what they're saying is, right, it's like, yeah, you need, you need a team of people that are experienced and know how to do these things. It's like there's not that many teams out there necessarily that could make uh, something as they account, the amount of, like, facial capture and stuff that the Hellblade team does. But let's say some people splintered off from Eidos Montreal and, like, wanted to make a smaller scale Deus Ex or something like that. Like, they could probably do that.
0: Oh, I mean, Hitman. We're going to see a new Hitman yeah, game. Yeah, yeah.
2: Actually, yeah, that's true. IO yeah. is going to do that stuff. Doesn't uh, Platinum do stuff like this? They take a
1: bunch of, like, IPs from um, Activision and make them, like, the Ninja Turtles game, the Avatar game, yeah. so they but can the, make their own game. But the but problem is with Platinum...
2: They it, still have publishers. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. They haven't gotcha. Made, they
0: haven't made their own. They haven't, yeah, you're right. They you're haven't right. published their own thing where, like, we own this IP. And I think that's so... That, that's. I think this is what, what the question is, Blood, is, like... Has the dream changed? And so I think in the past, the dream is, yeah, we'll take on this contract work so we can make our big franchise. We can make our own Halo. We can make Halo money publishing our own Halo. And I don't think it's that anymore. It's, hey, we can do a Hellblade, and then we can move on. And we're not going to make a Hellblade 2. We're going to make a whole other separate game. And I think that uh, it's just – Jones, I, I want to hear you on this. I want to hear where you think this could possibly go, if this will be a trend, or if this one studio is just too talented, just too lucky – uh, for this possibly to be uh,
3: uh, recreated. They definitely are a unique studio. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember being very fascinated with their first couple of trailers, like really selling themselves. Because again, you know, like not a fan of the trailers. They're like, so here's our office. But sure. uh, I think they had a very interesting thing to say. And uh, when they when they first announced the game and it made sense that it definitely was kind of like a grassroots campaign where they're like, we we don't have a lot to show because it, it isn't a huge game. And it is something that, uh, you know, we don't uh, necessarily want to spoil uh, I think uh, you can't do this with a popular IP. you can't you can't do this with turtles and transformers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You can't do this with any kind of preconceived conceptions going into uh, your game. This has to be a completely new uh, property, something that I've you know, don't know what it's going to be like. Don't know what the story is going to be like. Don't necessarily know what the game gameplay is going to be like. Um, but I, I I do like that idea uh, to bring just another thing into it. Uh, Considering like you were saying, not playing Destiny, you're just like I just got too many damn things to play. Yeah, I think it's smart to have like a six really solid six hour experience. Yes. that maybe you can then build on later on. Yeah, but then you got that weekend play. Then you got people going in leaving work on Friday. Approaching Saturday, Sunday, being like, what do I play? Oh, yeah, there's that game they recommended. I'm not doing anything Saturday night. Let me just barrel through this game. Yes. And then I'm back on Monday. You know what I played this weekend? Hellblade. That was awesome. Yes, Jones. And not like, oh, you know, I started Wolfenstein, and maybe I'll finish it. Or like, aren't all of us not done with Persona 5? I mean, like, isn't that like, <laughs> I tack I'm done. It, yeah, <laughs> Reza, I'm done.
0: I want to tack on to this, because you know how scared I am about Biomutant? I'm so scared <laughs> for Biomutant. Uh, Biomutant could probably be a six-hour game. And a limited budget. You know what I mean? If that's a six-hour, forty-dollar game, super nutty,
3: just constant surprises, yeah, you know, all over the place. Yeah, i kind of replayable. Think that, you know that maybe, yeah, I want to go back through because it opened up that whole other character or that weird little gameplay thing that I didn't have. Yeah, new kinda, game plus, and now it, I got dude. all the abilities. And yeah, I'll just I'll do another six hours just to be God and you know just run around. And you know, I kind
0: of think that's it. I kind of think at this range that 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 the length of Hellblade is an advantage to it. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. mm Hmm. Because in a weird way, it can be scary the other way around. Like people like Ninja Theory can spook, you know, people working on Assassin's Creed Origins and these big games. That are, there's so many expectations there, and they're, they're like, kind of looking at these smaller studios, being like, "Damn, I yeah. wish I <laughs> wish we were in that position," you know, yeah. where you know we, that that we the the, the place we got to get to is so much smaller. The expectations are yeah, because I limited. I do
2: think that in comparison to some of their past games, that Hellblade, Hellblade probably does benefit from being smaller scale, like like them needing to trim back and like focus on like what's really important here. Makes it a better game. Because I feel like, um, like Heavenly Blade and Devil May Cry less to a lesser extent, uh, Enslaved. I think Enslaved was, was okay. There's still some weirdness there. But I feel like the plots in all of those, like, they got into like these really weird sense of humor that like just went over my head and was like, all right, I just want this cut scene to be over now. <laughs> you know, it's just, this is just bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and Hellblade focused on, on keeping it serious and like really exploring this character and like what it feels like to be this character and to embody this character. And I, and I think that focus like really like kept them from going off into these like stuff that just doesn't hit with everybody
0: yeah uh it's cool it, it, it is it's it's a unique game but i think we're we're all encouraged by it i i do i i, I gotta believe as jones said other developers look on hellblade with envy just like oh, they spent how many years? Actually, I think they spent a lot of years on it. To be honest with you, but uh, when they look at their budget and the return, when they hear mm-hmm. oh, they made their money back already, I bet that drives other developers crazy. Uh, who did spend a ton of money on? That, their games I mean, and that their could their encourage
1: budgeting. even more developers to do it now. Oh, that's what I mean. So, yeah, right? yeah I think I, like I think it's probably a positive thing. Like I think yeah. we'll, we we will see stuff like that more. Cool. Games are ever changing the model of how they're
3: released and how they're bought and how they're sold. Mm-hmm. It's always changing. Yeah. Also, I think they're just not in a position like. I'm trying to search for the right word here, like to be mocked or underestimated, you know? It's not like, well, Hellblade better prove itself. Like, it doesn't necessarily need to. It can surprise you, you know? Whereas like... You have, you know, Bioware making Anthem. You have Bungie making Destiny. You have these big people, even like Boss Key making, you know, Lawbreakers. You have these people branching out, being like, we're going to leave and do our own thing, and it's going to be huge, baby! And like, is it? that's a lot. <laughs> it's asking a, that's a huge risk yeah. to make this massive thing that the only reason, the only way it'll stay afloat is if it destroys everything else. <laughs> and that's a very, that's a dangerous thing to do, I think, in this climate.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Uh, as, as we talk about, Single-player games dying. It's so it's just like encouraging. <laughs> it's cool to hear huge success for Hellblade, mm-hmm. uh and for Ninja Theory. And that's
2: single platform as well, right? Or did that? Come I think out it's, on on PC too? it's on PC also. As well? yeah. Okay. yeah, still gotta yeah. play it. Yeah, PC probably helped out a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got another one. Oh, I love a rant. I Let's love I love unique specific rant. <laughs> you do. You know, if you're just coming at me with a rant, I'm just like, I hate microtransactions. I'm on to the next one. If you come at me with this rant. I'll pick it up. I'll hear you out. I'll, I'll at least read it. Here we go. Hello, allies. I loved Divinity Original Sin 2 for all the obvious reasons, mm-hmm. but the game's perpetuates an RPG design choice that drives me nuts. <laughs> the lucky charm skill that makes your character find more loot. It makes no sense to me. The same chest will have more treasure if I open it with one of my lucky party members even worse, this cannot be the character that I invested pickpocket. Sorry, pickpocket skills in. They are in the same category, so I must pick the lock with one character <laughs> and open it with another yeah. to play optimally.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: And isn't luck like the opposite of skill to begin with? Why make it a skill in your game? I find identifying weapons and armor cumbersome and boring. Knowing what items do when I pick them up does not break my immersion. Do you feel the same way? Or can you redeem the luck mechanic in RPGs? Are there any other game mechanics that you feel are outdated? Love and respect. Babington.
3: I'll approach this just strictly from a role-playing. From actually like playing a role and having a set of diversified characters in your role-playing game cast. Yes. I think a characters like Setzer, who like, yeah, luck is a, is part of his character. You know, that's that he's just one of those people. He's just lucky. You know, he's just it, he's yeah. he's a good gambler. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I, I think that can play off. Obviously, this is completely the opposite of that. It's just like this was annoying gameplay wise to to have to deal with. Yeah, but I I think I would like to I would like to explore ways to make it work because it makes sense to have those characters uh, hmm. that that is part of them. <sighs>
1: This reminds me of when I was playing Dark this is my one story. Yeah.
3: When I was playing Dark
1: Souls 3, the newest DLC, there's an armor set I wanted, the Ring Knight set. Yeah. And I remember just killing these dudes over and over and over and they're not dropping. I'm like, "You're wearing it. Just give me the set. Yeah. Why do I need to keep killing you to hope I could loot it? You're mm-hmm. wearing it. Let me
0: have it." Brad, that is not a side story, that is extremely relevant. Okay. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I th- and weapons and just you I see that every it does seem like a character should be able to just wear that thing that they see. Mm-hmm. I get that. Sure. What's up, Lunt?
2: Oh, I had I had chat getting mad at me cuz I kept getting all these rare drops when I played through this guy. <laughs> Oh, industrial <Darcy>. oh, <laughs> 3. And I never put any points into luck. You didn't invest in luck. Yeah. You didn't invest in luck. But uh, Yeah, I was using
0: the lucky
1: coins and everything like that. It yeah. was my luck. Dang.
2: But uh the one thing though uh, I would say to say redeem the luck stat is I mean, yeah, what he what he described there of one person lockpicking the other one yeah. open is ridiculous. But what I think what would be maybe cool to work in, and I'm sure there's probably some examples that have done this, is rather than, say, a drop having more rare items or a chest having more rare items, it's just that the lucky person just sees stuff other people don't see. Like, they just, like, stumble across something in a field that, like another person wouldn't notice.
0: I mean, that's the D&D-esque like, you know, explanation,
1: so could, I could see Divinity. You could do something like if you have higher right. luck, an enemy could miss a shot or something like right. that. You got yeah. lucky with that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, so what we'll tell Babington is that the character with the high luck stat isn't necessarily finding new treasure that wasn't existing before. That person is just finding maybe a hidden
3: compartment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but just to, to support Babington and his frustrations, I feel him. Yeah. Uh, treasure chests in general are one of the main things that destroys a world's lore for me (laughs) in video games. It's one of those things that I just kind of like, don't try not to think about too much in a role playing game because there's so many things about treasure chests that are just in, just, just nonsense. Give me. Why is it here? Sure. Why 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 is at the end of this hallway did somebody just drop a treasure chest right here mm-hmm. to not have people find if I'm in like a pirate's lair, okay, maybe I get that. Yeah. But if it's just some random crypt that's some what? Why am I why is there a chest here? Yeah, uh, and and one thing that I, I challenge role-playing developers to do, mm-hmm. that's still in, in in some of the best role-playing uh, games I've ever played, Skyrim, Witcher, you know, Zelda, uh, Bloodborne, like a lot of people don't do that, which is have different locks. Like in a lot of RPGs, same lock on every chest. You go into that person's house in their basement, it's the lock. You go into that crypt that hasn't been opened for 2,000 years, the exact same lock. they just like, oh, we just don't update locks. Because again, like a developer's like, why am I going to rack my brain to think of like eight different ways to open a chest? But you should. I mean, sh- like that'd be rad to go in as, you know, to, to level up a, a lock picking skill and then go into some area. And even like maybe uh, under time constraints. It's like cool. Open it. You got ten seconds. And you're like, whoa, whoa! What is this crazy lock? And it's like you got to figure it out. Oh, you didn't get that. Yeah, treasure. that might so seem too cumbersome. You actually have to get good at identifying what type of lock it is. Identifying, you know, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like Jackbox does that. I'm trying to think of like party games that do that. What like sort the Mario Party, where you, you just don't know the configuration of the thing before you get it. Like the where you got oh, a think butt, where you got a butt stomp to move the little pieces to make the image. You know, like that. Like, I know what I have to do. Yeah. I, it's not like the process isn't complicated for me. It's just, it's kind of tricky to actually mm. not be stressed out and do it. So, I, I would love those types of lock, lock picking got setups. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. I, uh,
0: we have a love and respect question about uh, treasure chests. And I think we should get into this too. Cool. Let's okay. roll right into this one. Wow. Yes. This comes to us from Warren Blythe. Curious if you all have ever thought about compulsion loops, uh, behaviorism, Random reward schedules. I'm not sure what the best term is. They all have, they all seem kind of off-putting. This idea is that if every treasure chest had something rad, people wouldn't like the game. If every treasure chest you come up to has just something great in it, you're not gonna be able to like it. Um, but if the amount of chests with treasure inside is random, humans can't stop
3: <laughs> opening mm. them.
0: On some level, this seems unfair, especially to gambling addicts, but it also seems like the core of video games, no? Without some random element, like a dice roll, it ain't a game? This is just kind of freaking me out. I thought <laughs> I was playing video games to explore the limits of someone's rules and ideas for a virtual world, but maybe I'm just pushing buttons for a random reward, like a rat in a box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And comment. What yeah. up <laughs> why not both? Why not both? Uh, no, I get that. So, Jones, the reason why all treasure chests look the same is just that stupid feeling of, oh! <laughs> yeah. like the, the dumb, like you're just on your couch. Oh, cool. Like, that's it, man. You want to recognize it. You want to recognize it instantly, and you don't want to pick, You just want to pop that open and get a prize, right. a mm, random prize. The yeah. thing
1: about that is if there's too many chests, mm-hmm. then I get over it. I'm like, ugh. Another chest, I gotta open this. There's a balance. There's a balance. That's why I like games that usually have fewer chests with more meaningful things in them. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't a chest, for example, but Neo, I was getting so much loot all the time. Yes, dude. I was just
0: like,
2: I don't care, man. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to look at
1: this right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Blood, how do you feel about this?
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I would say that uh, traditionally, overall, like the Zelda series like yeah when you see a chest like <laughs> yeah. you have an idea of like how valuable that thing is going to be mm-hmm. you know it's, it's it's like if it's just some dumb wooden some thing rupees. it's got a yeah got a couple rupees you don't care about um but if it's more ornate then it's you know probably got a key item
0: not anymore or- though not in the breath of the wild era
2: it's better about it for sure.
0: It's better about it.
2: Yeah, because you get. No, I, mean, I get
0: dude. chests
1: sometimes where I'm like, eh.
0: No, I want there to be one treasure chest in this dungeon that certainly has a bow in it.
1: Yeah. Oh, you want the items in the treasure the yes. dungeons? Yeah. I got gotcha. you. You know
0: what I mean? Like I want. I wish
1: it was. I don't want as predictable items though. Like I don't want the bow in every dungeon. The first. Oh, dungeon. I hear what you're
0: saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's kind of tying into the question before. Like, it kind of bugs me this idea of like, there's a dice roll. In that treasure chest, mm-hmm, sure. that little pop, like I'm getting random prizes. Uh, but even though that bothers me, uh, from a, a a a context standpoint, my brain loves it because boy, do we love just winning something. And oh the- God,
1: when you went on loot roll in Wild wow Jones, remember back in the day. You win that nice piece of armor. Yeah, I lost way more than I won, but <laughs> oh, yes, I man, know what you so. mean. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I, I... Well, you're
0: supposed to lose way more than you win. That's what makes the wins feel good. <laughs> right? You that piece you've been wanting. Yeah.
2: Yes! But I totally love when, like, even if it's not something you're going to use, if you get, like, something that's very unique out of a chest, it's, you know, that like, it has some kind of backstory behind it. Like, some of the the uh, advanced uh, Witcher gear armor in the Witcher. Mm-hmm. Like when you come across uh, a set, like when you get to a chest, that's a whole set of stuff in the Souls game. And it's got like all the backstory there behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the no Witcher, RNG on those chests. The Witcher ones, yeah. It's yeah. it's like yeah. there's a whole story that goes along with that. Like you yeah. find yeah, out about grinders. the guy that wore yeah. that stuff. All that stuff. And, and so I think, yeah, more games could learn from that kind of thing. Where like it doesn't have to be like, some super unique item like a hookshot or something in Zelda. Like it, it could just be a sword, but it's a sword that's got something more that goes back to it.
0: That's a really good example, Blood. Because you're right. I don't think it needs to be random to be rewarding. uh Little surprises can actually like you can feel good about those. With yeah, exactly. Without it being like a little random prize, you don't have to shout, "Lucky! I'm lucky!" Great. Yeah. I don't know. I think you kind of nailed that one, Blood. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, and the thing is. is witcher's just as bad as neo about having tons and tons of useless loot but it's oh, also there's that...
0: still like drops there's still enemies you yeah but the thing, thing
2: about it is it's kind of it kind of goes back to what you're talking about the ring knights because i think just about every character in the witcher like you can just pick up whatever garbage clothes they're wearing
0: mm-hmm. yeah um uh i'm such an rpg noob, noob that i got over encumbered and thought the game was running poorly Oh Oh my god, amazing. I think Damiani had a similar thing with Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) He was just picking up everything, like all the And I was like, what happened
0: to the game? This game sucks. it's like, Kyle, you're just carrying too much stuff, dude. Which is fair. That is a fair thing to simulate actually. Like you carry It's a weird thing
2: to deal with. It's yeah. I definitely love hate relationship with encumbrance.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm just kinda at the point now I'm like, just let me carry anything. I don't care. Yeah, I get that. I don't care. I don't want to have to drop this piece of thing right here.
0: Right, it goes back to that first one where it's like, it's okay, it's not going to break my immersion if I know what this weapon is the moment I pick it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I get that. Like, sometimes it's just like, let's play a game.
1: Just streamline
0: a little. I get what you're saying. Yeah. That has been love and respect. Jones, did you want to chime in one more time? Nope. Okay, cool. Sometimes you, like, you lean in, so... Um, scratch my nose. Oh, okay. Behind the nose? Behind the... Screen scratching the nose. Uh, th- I guess that's it. That's a podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Behind the oh, nose. <laughs> Behind the nose. Uh, we don't do bets anymore. The Red Eagles have sealed the win.
2: <laughs> some Here. people were asking for some exhibition bets. But, this yeah, is yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, the, the eagle's oh, one, no. <laughs> dude. Oh, oh, no. Put the wing put, put the, wing oh, on you the, put, the you put, put right
3: the, on the neck. Yeah. You <laughs>
0: put her upside down? What was her name? Patty? Know. I think her name is Patty. Patty. Yeah, yeah don't would. do that. No, no, no. They're friends, dude. I bought Patty.
1: I brought Patty into this
0: world. Yeah, don't let her don't do let that. Let me send her off. They're friends. Well. By the way, we have beanie babies for those two. The red eagle and the purple platypus. We've replaced it. We're not doing we're not doing bets. We have a whole new segment. Mm. It's called
3: OR
0: Wars. <laughs> now, in Or Wars, I'm going to present three different sets of options. This or this. You must make a case for one of those two things and why. The person who makes the best cases for their picks will win the Or Wars. Okay? Brad, you want to go first? Uh sure. So actually, well I'll, I'll need I'll need picks from each of you. Oh okay. but it'll well, I'll change who has to go first. Yeah, all right. okay. So Brad's going first on this one.
3: Yeah
0: all right. Skyrim VR or Skyrim Switch. Go.
1: Skyrim VR? Why? Mm-hmm. I played Skyrim VR last night for mm-hmm. the first time. Yeah. And it's pretty freaking awesome being able to just look around and get to a dude's face this close, Kyle. <laughs> And climbing up the mountain and just being like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm in Skyrim right now." I didn't even feel sick doing it. Whoa, I lucked out. Do you use the analog stick? Yeah, I was okay. using. I was trying it all
0: out, dude. Whoa, Daniel Bloodworth, Skyrim VR or Skyrim Switch?
2: Uh, I'm going Skyrim VR as well. Why? Yeah, I think that that's just. I mean, if, if I mean, of course, it's predicated on what you can have access to, but I think it's it's the more interesting experience. Like Skyrim Switch, like great. You can, or you can take it with you, but Skyrim VR is like, yeah, you can experience that world and that game in a whole new way. It can feel a lot fresher. Uh, I haven't, I haven't played Skyrim itself uh, in VR, but I played a little bit of fallout in VR and it's the same kind of thing. It was like, I'm just having fun looking at this place. This is great. Uh, So yeah, I, I would say if, if, Especially if you're doubling down. Especially if you put two hundred hours into Skyrim Skyrim VR's gotta be the way to, to go back into it.
0: Brandon Jones, Skyrim VR or Skyrim
3: Switch. Skyrim Switch. Ooh. Why? Because because we don't know what people have, I don't know what equipment you have. Uh, so so to me, just judging that base consumer, I would have to assume that you would have to buy PlayStation Move controllers and the PSVR to play Skyrim on VR. And I think uh, for me, Skyrim, the real majesty of Skyrim, the, the wonderment of that, is, is the long hauls, experiencing that entire world, going into as many dungeons as you can, you know, as many different... You know, max out as many classes as you can, you know, try to see as many different versions of, of story conclusions as you can. Doing that in VR is a, is a task. Uh, I really enjoyed what I experienced uh, in VR, but... Uh, I think I think it is worth that. I think it is worth you know going in and checking that out, especially if you have played the game before. Mm-hmm. I think that is a a very particular you know section of that audience, and I think there's a lot of other VR games that you would get just the, the same amount of satisfaction from just going in. And, wow, look at that.
0: Okay, um, we're we're gonna do our next set. Here's the rule. Oh no. Well, okay. not a rule, but I'm gonna give you bonus points if you don't make me ask you why. If you just roll right into your take, okay. go for it. Okay. So, Bloodworth, you will go first on this one. Resident Evil Revelations Collection or Resident Evil 7 Not a Hero and End of Zoe?
2: Oh, Resident Evil 7. uh, DLC. Yeah, Yeah. DLC. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that Resident Evil 7 in general is the much stronger game, uh, whether you play it in VR or you just play it on a TV. Uh, I think uh, I haven't seen specifically what the, the DLC are doing, but... Yeah, I mean, if if that's the choice, if you already have Resident Evil Seven, then I, yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't want to jump into more of that experience um, as opposed to you know, I mean, Revelations was originally a 3DS game, had some weird mechanics in there. Uh, Revelations two is probably a, a bit better, but yeah, Seven, I think it's 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 a good sign for where the series is headed.
0: Brandon Jones, Resident Evil Revelations Collection or Resident Evil Seven: Not a Hero and End of Zoe.
3: Resident Evil 7 DLC. Why? If you get Revelations, then you're gonna probably get more value for your dollar, I think. There's probably more to do. Mm-hmm. If you play those Resident Evil DLCs, you are on the bleeding edge of Resident Evil innovation. Like that is that is where that franchise is right now. Those are the the, the crazy decisions that they're making. I think timeliness, if you are a Resident Evil fan, that's the content you're gonna to want to absorb.
0: Brad, Resident Evil Revelations Collection or Resident Evil 7, not a hero and Resident I'm Evil Zoli. 7. Give me answers. What's going on in this
1: universe? <laughs> mm-hmm. What is Chris Redfield doing here? How is he involved with this new corporation? What's going on with the, what were they, the Baker family? I think that was their last What What is their deal? I want to know more about the backstory with Spencer building their house and everything like that. Mm-hmm.
0: First person, new perspective, new fresh take. Okay, this is the stuff I'm looking for. That was hot. That was very hot. Mm-hmm. Brandon Jones, you're starting on this one. Okay. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp or Bubsy the Wooly Strike Back? How dare you. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, it's free. <laughs> Whoa, Brad... Animal Crossing
1: Pocket Camp, is overrated. Oh, I'm done with him. Duh. I had fun with him when I was younger, but it's time for me to move on. Animal Crossing on the phone is not my optimal way to play it, mm-hmm. but it's been proven to be pretty fun and jolly, because I know I'm getting into with it. Cool. Five
2: minutes. Done. Proven. Uh, Daniel Bloodworth. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand the Bubsy play at all. <laughs> I think, like, it's cute. They went back and did that. That game does not look very good. Look at that man's I, face. I, you know I, the Bubsy play. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and, and, yeah, Animal Crossing, I I think, it's, it's just a game that you you can have fun with and you enjoy for a long period of time, and, you know, you won't regret it an hour later.
0: The Or Wars have ended. The winner, <laughs> unexpectedly, is Daniel Bloodworth. Whoa! Whoa. I got to say, Brad was bringing the fire... But the phrase "I don't understand the Bubsy play" is simply too funny. Yeah, <laughs> not to okay. award.
1: If you meet Kyle,
0: do this. Yeah, I don't understand the Bubsy play. I don't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well done, like, boy. there's a play about Bubsy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like his life know. story. The curtain moves and comes out. Okay, Can you so explain how I got yeah, this Probably shirt. wondering how I got into this.
0: That's question. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Like, I don't, I don't understand either. All right, let's talk about uh, Patreon.com/slash Easy Allies. Which is the website, the URL that you would go to to find out more about the Easy Allies, more about uh, what we do, the kinds of things we do, and generally how we are supported, uh, how we are enabled to do what we do. So, yeah, check out that site. Check out easyallies.com to see our schedule in your time zone. Every video we put up, every stream that we do is on that schedule, uh, and it will appear in a time that is relevant to you. That's the stuff. (laughs) Brad, how would you do on your goal this week? What I was, did it. What's your goal? I oh, the I goal? Yeah, yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah, you nailed yeah, it. Uh, Daniel Bloodworth, how did you do on your goal this week?
2: Uh, about 85% there. Sorry, what was your goal? Not to botch the uh, opening of the new segment. You killed it. You crushed it. No, I'm, I missed like a word in there or something.
0: You want to try it one more time? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Infinite content. Infinite content. We're, We're infinitely content. content. Yeah, that was great. You nailed it, Blood. Brennan Jones, are you in the Christmas spirit? I'm
3: not. <laughs> Come on, Jones! I'll, no. I'll get Rudolph. there.
0: My goal was to, think, was to think of a new Christmas song by the end of the podcast. So I'll bounce right back to you after my Christmas song. Ready? Okay. I have an ornament on the tree again.
1: <laughs> Very impressive. Uh, how
0: about now? Are you in the... No. Okay. All
1: right. Jones. Close. You got to watch Rudolph. Okay. You got to watch... The stop dirt. motion?
3: Yes, of course. Frosty and yeah. the gang?
1: Yeah, I'll even throw in the bonus New Year one if you've never seen that one. It's no, What happens in that one? Baby New Year? With Baby New Year? Oh, where the bird oh, uh, Eon takes yeah. Baby New Year. And he goes, the, I got the DVD." Oh, baby
0: New Year? Uh, uh, that's like that's how he laughs? One. Sure.
1: And they recruit Ben Franklin, a caveman, <laughs> and a knight. And he goes, Where's Baby New Year? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nice. <Not laughs> they go back to it, all it. these different years, Close, right? Yeah, yeah. Getting yeah. There, yeah. getting there.
0: How about um, I'm Mr. Snow Miser. I'm Mr. Mr. Sun. Did it, did it. No, Something Snowmizer, like it. what is it? i missed Mr. Oh, uh, I
1: don't
0: remember. Turns to snow in my clutch. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, and they got
1: the <laughs> good. the Jack Frost one that? where that guy builds all the robots. Isn't the that Castle? Snowmizer?
0: That's, Snowmizer and Heatmizer are not know, dude. Jack Frost. I, I watched right. that one like twice. Those are two different dudes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully that will help, Jones. Hopefully that will help you I out. I appreciate it. Uh, Brad. Yes. Because so no that was Winter no, blood. Blood, blood Blood yeah <laughs> Blood because you are the victor of the Aura Wars, you get to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get to have the last word and anything you've disagreed with. You want to reiterate or just something that popped up in your mind, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign off.
2: Hmm.
1: Oh, I never heard it. It's good. <laughs> oh, I don't think I've heard it. Sweet.
2: Um, yeah. My Twitter handle is at the War Two. Uh, yeah, if you, if you haven't seen it, uh, I did a little, uh, sneaky stream, uh, I guess it was, yeah, Saturday. A, a dirty little surprise.
0: Um, I was not okay with that. A dirty, dirty little surprise. The name the... of his stream was A Dirty Little Surprise. That's gross. <laughs> I
2: don't brother. want to know more. That's grody. Uh, you can find that on youtube.com Ooh. slash easy allies plays. But I was basically, I was playing <laughs> Spin Tires. Oh. Uh, and it came out on uh, consoles uh. not that long ago. Uh. And uh, yeah, you can, uh. you can see me uh, make far too many attempts to back a truck up and. Uh, and it has a real, a real good ending. I won't spoil the ending oh, if you whoa. haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I was say it sounds really ending, yeah. bogus right now. Uh, yeah, but yeah. yeah, there's some crazy stuff. Where like, yeah, you're trying to climb a hill and you got to get like the gear shifter like between first and second to like climb the hill appropriately. Yeah. Sounds riveting.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a weird thing. Is the game's intentionally not riveting, but it's riveting in its accuracy yeah. of the simulation. I think right of like just dealing with mud yeah just dealing with mud just, just like thinking more. like
2: oh this part <laughs> this part on the side of the road this looks way more stable than the big mud puddle so i'm just going to go over there oh i'm halfway underground now <laughs> so kids just have fun yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and it's kind of funny like some people were commenting that it was, it looks like it looks like the apocalypse happened and this truck driver just didn't notice. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's uh, uh, what what Russia looks like uh when when the permafrost is melting. Um oh, gosh, final word. I can't I don't know. I don't know final word. Anything, bud. Anything. You- yeah, I don't. I don't get. Have to I don't get from- the bubsy play. I just. Uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> keep it there. That's a good one. That's a good one. Play. Who was waiting for that? It's so strange. Mm-hmm. They even had the old accolade start screen, which I remember from the Commodore sixty four. Um, but yeah, I don't think many people do. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll see you before the next blood moon rises.
3: I am yeah. enjoying these microtransactions. The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Ebb Software, L Fanis, Hoaglaw, iKeyless, Jigarbov Productions, Jojo Dentko, Mango, Pixel Perfect Polygons, Greg Kettering, Chris Dybeck, MC Griffin, Nick, Walker Hope, Cameron Hendry, Will Schmuck, Michael Kozachenko, Gabriel Heilborn, Professor Metal Gear, Bradley Spees, Caleb Aranda, Zachary Wingate, John Tyson, Ken Lair, Beaten Down Brian, Silent Consonant, Andrew Reif, Sigma, Dan Sebring, Quistan, Tim O'Keefe, Nick Owens, Robert Stoffel, Jonathan and Amy Alkonis, Corey Jackson, Richard Smuts, Samuel Justice, Jake Musser, Andrew Bailey, Anti Ataraxia, Richard G. Flowers, Yo Butts, Michael Bisegli, Caden Geist, Demos Clay, WFTV Eyewitness News, Chum Nuan, Dave Red, Thomas Wigginton Jr., Neil Bruce, Jared Reif, 44 Stars, Marius Smith, Matthew Pauling, Gino Elite, Carl Williams, Jason A. Sackle, Candy Coated Thorns, G. Lemon, Charles Anthony Iapicino, G-Ken Hitman47 Ryan Anderson Jean-Philippe Legacy Colt Doss Paul Nolson Cody Harden Jay Shi Marcel Froelich Phoenix Doss Akira Sendo Lee Young Andrew Kidd Thomas Gonzalez Peter Davis Hudson Bilbury, Rack Brad Lohman Gary Fair Malphalax Ian Santa Anna Tim Stroffman Caleb Crawford DRD714 Blue Suitor, Leanna Lixandru Todd Yurkovic Joe Burns, Patrick Chong, Sergio Ruben Hernandez Gallegos, Stephen Last, Ahmad Naki, Jesse Vitelli, The Banana Forklift Killer. Oh, yes, cool, great. Joachim Morovuo, Gustav Strombaum, Kelvin Hartanto, Marcel Markov, Mark J. Betters II, Nefertiti Jenkins, David Wen, Andrew Afonso, Oni Blackmage, Luke Arnold, Matthew Holcomb, Daryl Schramm, Brent Phillips, Leif Johnson, Bobby Sandino, Matthew Robles Catherine Lai, Gary James Kit Snow Ian Bradburn Robert Crouch Mikhail Agnell Sean German Efficiency Clinton Sven von Brand Ulf himself Trenton Robeson John Prey By Menace Mikhail Bach Sorensen V8 Dave Nasser Ritz 1906 Fabian Schuster The Solar Sailor Hasney Luis Ibarra Tony Knox C-Note 51 Isun Chor Forrest Caleb Ledoux Mike Hook One, Thomas Einsporn, Bryguy, Jamie Jackman, Zyla Wolfbane, Quick Scares, Alexander Schiller, The Classiest Hobo, Boris Schurl, Captain Fancy Pants, Zinterax, Modren, Paul Bishop, Travis Miosi, Trey Whetstone, Adam Damond, Matt McCarthy, Sean Mackey, Yasser Alusseini, Leroy Anderson, Jonas Andreas Sibison, Reed Johnson, Freddie Fingers 27, Manuel Thomas, Peter Wen, Luke Bennett, Eric Copen. Adam Scherenbrock, Not Jack, Kurz-Stav Stavragowski, Kevin McMaster, Allison Burnt, Anna Lancaster, Jenny Marcula, Bjornar Haraldsvik, Sean De Almeida, Chris Sleep, Saturn, Ace Jackson 777, Jacob Whittington, Charlie, Wouter Hayes, Michael Favacci, Eric Maynard, Fabian Winkler, Cartridge Brothers, Bernardo Del Castillo, Leon Keyes, Mugen Himura, Raymond Lee, Yasser Kurbushi, Clay Roberts, Todd Paxton, Faraz Rizvi, Dakota Hayes, Zoostick, Don Turner, Mumble Mumbleton, Masuki211, Kyle Bradford, Jesse Fish, Shino Bazu, Jason Joint, Edison S. Prada Jr., Alexander Breveglieri, Travis Ng, Ahmad Al Rashed, Tuttle, Beth, Furious Action Gamer, Stuart Siddall, Joseph Caruso, Reiner Lipp, Michael Shriver, G-Sith, Connor Ross, Matt Gunther, Evan Eng, Joshua Vanswall, Eric Gustafson, Refill, Sebastian Trier, Sam Strombaum, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Alex A.I., Jeffrey Daniel Lasley, Steven Walther, Rock Gordon, Mac, Carla Zuniga, Diggles, Ryan Cohen, Adam Mulaney, link 666 Goron, Terrence Ireland, Simon Gauthier, Momo Rashid, M. Legend, Marcus Hankins, Breadroll Art, Heads, Calgareth, Eddie Reisner, Chase Caldwell, Andrew Buckter, Paulkin stirs and stirs. Barry, Mikey Novak, Adam Henry, beautiful Kai, Mac Jam, Ronnie, Caffeine Rage, David Kennedy, Durgesh Patel, Kenneth Prosius, Mike Calvi, Sarah, Philip Stadler, Anthony Daniel Galvin, Benny Samuelson, Trolls Rasmussen, Daniel Wong, Jamison Anderson, Vincent Foliat, Hutchitron, Ahab, Neo Bear, Tetraninja. Quinn Gary, Alex Glass, Junior Motomura, Mylene LaPearl-Vanasse, Mithers Strongbeard, Nycrypt, Mons Anderson, Elvin Skogheim, Jai Aldiar, Kevin DeBolt, Morgan Wirth, Tom Masterman, Sam Sorensen, Matt Ferguson, Michael Tenick, William Heaney, Christer Lundmark, Chris the Pianist, Michelle Nubb, Sandra and Richard Asero, Battle Ox, David Tran, Mick Malloy, Adam Barker, Philip Klarskov-Jensen, Niels Frederick Elbow, Sun Pham, Thomas Clover, Alex Monaco, Arthur Henrique Chinaglia, Nuno Amaral, Galen Moxley Hagert, Twisted Heart, David Boyarsky, Rahiv Maharaj, Toasty Soul, Sean McGing, Pete Cerny, Daggeth, Joachim Wiederberg, Christopher Santis, Marco Flores, Sam Handrick, Tarek Leham, Christian Hundorf, Egg Stravaganza, Gally Gutierrez, Addison Muir, The Fatty Show, Jason Shields, Rickster EXE, Julio Ruiz, Lars Berger, Monica, Lorenzo, Remy Loisel, Jordan Kirk, Christopher Dixon, Pete Shoemaker, Repus Edud, Irvin De La Torre, Cyberboa, Christophe Fatui, Azazel Valkyrie, G.W. Fox, Christopher Foss, Outcast Writer, Chris Bennett, Liam Ahern, Helping Leon, Jean Sebastian B., Self Confessed Cynic, V. Kira Ray, Tristan Howard, Jeremiah Snowden, Materia Addict, Robert I., Blastermaster, Elizabeth, Miguel Rivas, Alex Levanier, Justin Wren, Malcolm Moshet, Adam, Cal, Joel Olson, Robert Ori Einerson, Christopher Donnelly, Matt Karwaski, Jesper Lawson, Joel Short, Marco Hernandez, Magnus Rasmussen, Clinton Hayes, Seyun Kim, Andrew Amos, Struggler, Tense George, Bunny Chen, Joey and Kate, Wavering Radiant, Raymond Chow, Caffeinate, Ian Anderson, Dan Pan 16 Tongue Surgery, C.S. Lewis, Orogachino. Jana, Roy Sung, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hagensen-Petersen, Colin Hoylman, Reed Marlett, Ali Khan-Sunger, Shanley Ladia, Dale A. Brule, Kyle, Rerun, Arkham Fantasy, Rossamoon, Philip Higdon, John Ivor Carlson, Spencer Stevens, Russell Bateman, Elliot Moscow, Daniel Fuchs, Brandon Tinney, Ivan Ponce, Christopher A. Butler, Adam Warczak, Sean Essen, Sebastian Urban, Marco Zanone, Alec Church, Culinary Stud. Michael Yao.